0: Your host, Beth Ann.
2: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. And yes, I'm still fired up, but I've got a co-host that's going to join me, and she's fired up too. You know, America, it's time to get serious. It really is. In fact, it's past time to get serious. I've got um, a prayer here and a monologue, and then we're going to get to it. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father... Once again, you call us to pray, not just here, but in each of our lives personally. We pray, Father, for forgiveness and we praise you for your greatness. And Father, we, we pray to you for your protection. I pray for President Donald J. Trump and his family and those that are around him those who have worked for him in his company and in his administration. Father, they are under attack. Please place your hedge of protection around them and all those who are trying to do the same. I pray, Father, for the American Christians, your children, for the patriots of this country, that they will stand up for what is righteous and they will rise up and take action. I beg you to bind the enemy, Abba, Father. Remove those actors who are attacking. May we, your children, know truth, see justice. May we seek justice and see it soon. For such a time as this, your children pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't give up, America. It isn't our way. We must fight back, and we must fight back now, immediately. The American system isn't broken. It's been stolen, hijacked. There was an insurrection, and it was them, not us. Let's get the pronouns right. The great government experiment, it didn't fail. We failed it. We failed by not being vigilant. In fact... We were downright apathetic, spoiled, distracted by design, and now we are fearful. Tyranny. What happened? The deep state is all around them. And it is all of them. It is all around us, and it is all of them. How many thousands? Maybe millions. That could be an exaggeration. Of them are there. The deep state is the shadow government the bureaucracy established and appointed or approved by Congress. They are shysters, nearly each and every one of them. We are and never were in this together, but they are. Whether it's a NGO or the GO's alphabet bureaucrats, we're in a heap of trouble, America. But we're not outnumbered. They need us and they know it. What happened at Mar-a-Lago, the attack on President Donald Trump and his family and his home and his company is unwarranted. It is third world country dictator behavior. We cannot wait for November. Don't give up America. It isn't our way. Representative Thomas Massey says the Biden administration has crossed a line. We can't wait two more years to correct it after the 2022 election. Congress must use the power of the purse to rein in the DOJ and the FBI. Any Republican who tells you that's not possible is too addicted to big government to fix it. Well, I agree with him. I want to make one thing perfectly clear. We cannot wait. For the 2020 for the 2022 election, we can't we can't give up on what happened in the 2020 election. We can't put it behind us. We know that we know it was stolen. And the true illegitimate president is Joe Biden and his shadow government. This attack, the raid on Mar-a-Lago cannot wait until November till the November election this year. For us to respond, you, we, Americans, better get serious about saving our country, rescuing it from the devil himself. The talking heads are telling us November will be the answer to all of this. Republicans will start taking action. Investigations, special counsels, committees, etc., 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 Bullhockey. Their jabberwocky is killing this nation, your freedom, your liberty, and all the while making them filthy wealthy. So, Beth Ann, what can we do? Well, stop playing their game. Stop playing by their rules. They're your rules, not theirs. Let your pronouns breathe, America, and let them live. Start writing letters, sending them, petitioning. What if a nation's people, the real Americans, sent a petition of one million names? Do you think they would react? Put an end to the charades. Maybe 500,000 names. We can do it, but not by just saying it. Your one phone call is indispensable as well. We the people are putting all of you on notice. Just make that phone call. We the people are putting all of you, D.C., on notice. What about the county sheriffs? Sorry, Delaware, you're a little out of luck there. That was your fault, not mine. What about your mayor, mayors? What about your governors? Go talk to them. Write to them. Vote Republican. Okay, I'm okay with that. But don't let that party convince you that they're going to fix anything. Which Republicans are we to count on? Lizard Cheney? Stabby in the back, Romney? Whichever way the wind blows, Lindsey Graham? Or what about undecided until I vote the Democrat way, Susan Collins? Or the Alaskan Murkowski gone cold on Alaskan oil and Alaskan jobs. And let's not forget Texas' newest wealthy insider trader, Crenshaw. Tell me, which Republican can we, the people, truly count on not to sell us out again? They are selfish cowards. We've seen what their non-reaction to the raid of the President Donald Trump's home Now is not the time, America, for us to roll over and give up. This is not the American way. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of the country. It is your right. It is your duty. A duty to your children, your grandchildren, your family, your friends. A duty to your country. You know, years ago, and I'm about to run out of time. I apologize to my host that's coming on with me. Years ago, the advice of the wise ones told women, if you're being attacked and raped, don't fight, you'll only enrage the attackers. Well, that was debunked. Perhaps that was a politician's advice. For now, they say, don't fight, just vote. We won't rape your liberty, your bill of rights. We won't strip you of your earnings. And we won't leave you laying there crying and broken. The two-party monopoly in this nation is the insurrection don't give up america it's time to sucker punch figuratively speaking well maybe i'm going to bring on our guest and it is mindy patterson of the cavalry group and i'm sorry mindy i got a little carried away in fact i had another page how are you doing it is
1: awesome i'm doing just great i you Covered a lot of ground and very important points. I'm I'm ready to jump in.
2: <laughs> I I know, and I've I've got a story here about some of the NGOs. We always awesome. love them, don't we? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> you know, we are being raped. America, sweet America, is under attack and has been for years. Yeah. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio America, but don't give up. It is not the American way. We fight. Come on, John Waynes. Stand up and fight. And what's the other lady's name? We'll come back. And <laughs> We'll be right back. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio and our guest, our co-host today is Mindy Patterson. You're going to have to do a monologue <laughs> and take the second <laughs> the second no. Uh,
1: set. No, that was that was awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm just fired up. I tell you what. They're lucky I'm not one of the ones in charge. <laughs> they're just lucky I'm not because I know. they would have a they're, demise, you know. And they're setting yep. it up. You know, they're setting it up, Mindy. You know, Well, if that you can't same go communism
1: Communism platform of, uh, the means to an end. They'll do whatever it takes to lie, cheat, steal, and they gather their like minded to make it seem like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing to see here. We haven't broken any laws. What do you, what do you mean? That's what corruption is all about. But that's a, that's a communist platform right there. And as I was telling you uh, yesterday, you know, this whole situation with President Trump has just been alarming Mm. because you and I have been warning Americans that this day was coming. You know, cavalry group members have been victims of unlawful search and seizure for For years. years, many years, and it's sort of been the litmus test for the left, I believe. And, you know, historically, the rule of law provides that Americans are innocent until proven guilty, but that's been flipped on its head. (laughs) Now we have to prove our innocence because we're guilty first, and we're forced to spend a lot of money to defend ourselves. That's what they're going to do with the whole IRS thing. They're going to force people to defend themselves. You're guilty until, you know, you prove your innocence, and that's not the American way, and... We're supposed to have that opportunity to be proven innocent in a court of law based upon facts and evidence, not emotion, conjecture, political agendas. And unfortunately, today, this is where our country is. I mean, you know, I know they've been tossing the word, the phrase banana republic around, and that is definitely an accurate description. But at the same time, gosh, you know... I mean, I've been coming on to your show now for over 10 years, Beth Ann, and you and I have been warning Americans of this. And, um, you know, you brought up earlier in your monologue about the county sheriff. And that's the whole reason Richard Mack, Sheriff Richard Mack, has organized Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association, because there are bad sheriffs out there. They're part of the problem. They're part of the corruption. And unfortunately, if you live in a blue state, you are you have an increased chance of the corruption um impacting you personally because you are that's where they go first the corruption breeds in blue states like california
2: and No, I, Rhode I thought Island california was free. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what Gavin Newsom's been telling us as he's running for president. <laughs> in
0: mm-hmm. his own
2: little mind.
1: <laughs> right. Being I, just you a, know, I'm I sorry. get very concerned about um there is there are some very important campaigns happening all over the country right now and uh, i do think that this midterm election is important but you make a very good point too that we can't wait until then that's you know
2: this can't over wait. 90
1: no. days away or um, yeah i guess it's about 90 days away and we just can't afford to it's always going to be the next election, election. and the next one fix after that and the next one
2: yeah.
1: right and the problem is, as we've said many times before to your audience, that, you know, it takes us, we the people, to defend the Constitution, to defend our American way of life. Um, but these people are, uh, it's, it, everything's rigged. I, did I tell you? Oh my gosh. I've been to Washington DC in the last month. I don't think I knew I've seen I hadn't I'm, heard anything back. Since I was there. <laughs> okay. Well this fits into this conversation about transparency in government and lack thereof. But I have spent a lot of time in Washington DC, as you know, and I am registered to lobby for our members at the federal level. And so I went to D C three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago and been a full week on a couple issues that would uh, negatively impact our members. Fortunately, uh, there was success in the Lacey Act Amendment being dropped from a another bill. Anyway, uh, the reason I share all that with you is because while in D.C., the rules have changed because I thought it was because of COVID. You know, going to Washington, D.C. in person has not been commonplace for a couple of years now because of all the COVID policies. And I had heard that most lobbyists were, you know, telecommuting and only going in for certain meetings and the house and Senate office buildings were shut down. And, but I've heard this year, the things have been opening back up. So I had to make this trip and I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but nobody prepared me. None of my colleagues in DC, my friends who have been there and work in, Uh, government in the uh, legislative offices on the Hill, no one prepared me for what happened, and that is this. Because of the January 6th baloney, they have upped security to the point that they do not let any citizen just walk into a Senate or House office building. If you have an appointment, you have to prove you have an appointment, and then they have to bring somebody downstairs to let you in from that office in which you have an appointment, And if you don't have more appointments that are approved to for you to go visit, then you have to exit the building. And I was met with this new protocol uh first day I had meetings, and it was absolutely insane. And in trying to call some of the offices to confirm my appointments or make sure that security knew that they had to send somebody downstairs to let me in, they have recordings um, on the receptionist desk. No one answers the phone. And I say no one because I called probably seven, eight offices the first morning there to make sure that I had a preemptive uh you know, appointment to have somebody come let me in because I didn't want to waste time sitting downstairs to get inside. And I just couldn't believe that this is happening. They those are our buildings. People's Those are house. the citizens' buildings. <laughs> it's, they're basically restricting access to our it's representatives. The temple
2: of democracy, Mindy.
1: Oh, it just, it was, it was, I felt like I needed to go buy a pair of hip waiters because there was so much crap that I had to go through to get into just every single appointment. And it was a waste of time. It, it just was, it was pathetic. But this is what they're doing. Is that really the most important use of our time? Really? There's just – I just couldn't believe it. (laughs) So needless to say, my appointments, you know, number of appointments shrunk from quite a hefty day to just a handful of appointments every day because of that um, falderall to just get into the building. And it's all meant to waste our time because, you know what, you made a really good point they're going to do whatever they want to do anyway. They don't really listen to the people. I mean, we've sent out the huge petitions. We've sent out the email campaigns. We get back boilerplate letters written by some 23-year-old graduate, newly indoctrinated college student who's working as a as a legislative aide. Um, their boilerplate response, you know, sending out about all these important campaigns that we care about. But they really don't. They have tunnel vision. They need – we need term limits. I never used to support term limits, but I sure do now. We the do problem now, is yeah. You
2: know, nobody was... in
1: Congress is going to vote for their own <laughs> limitation. Right.
2: You know, so
1: we're, we're in a really bad place. And what happened to President Trump has happened
2: To to lots of Americans. To lots of Americans. In fact, I have a story here, and I don't know. Do you get the Range magazine? Oh, definitely, yes. So this is one from this summer, and my husband was reading it for me. He was helping me. And it's the prevention perpetration of cruelty. Perpetration of cruelty. And it's the man's story. Marjorie Hahn wrote, wrote the article. And it's the man's story. He raises to keep... The, uh, not for, um, for use, but he raises the, the gamecocks that, uh, are, they're bred for, for fighting, but he doesn't fight them. He's trying to keep the breed alive. Right. Right. And a lot of those breeds are, are very historical. Oh, they're Wonderful. beautiful. Beautiful. Breed. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, we know a gamecock. He's called the Brigadier General Thomas Sumter. But anyway, um, <laughs> this guy was attacked. By, and he's trying now to expose the truth about the ASPCA. And I don't know if you knew him or not. Uh, apparently he probably was not a member of the cavalry group and he should have been. But this stuff is, is happening all over this country, America. Yes. You need to understand. They threw this man in jail and then they killed his chickens. Yeah. They killed him. They, they destroyed the eggs. Now you yes. tell me that that's, an organization for the animals. Well, they
1: profiled, I, I think I know who you're talking about, out of New York? Yes. They, they yeah, they Corona. profile people. If you own a certain kind of animal, they just assume that you are uh, engaged in something illegal. Well, he Whether actually
2: it's... had somebody care for his while he was gone. Oh, we're, we're going to run into this break. We'll talk about this when we come back. You're listening yes. to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Wake up, America, and stand up. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. My understanding, I didn't get a chance to read this this morning, Um, But my understanding was he had to – he made a mistake by letting somebody else take care of his um, chickens, his roosters, for just a very short time. That person was into the game fighting, and so it was assumed that he was too, and they came after him. And they have destroyed chickens, and um, it's just a a shame. And they also arrested him. He had to pay fines. And he's now trying to expose the ASPCA for what they truly are. Mm-hmm. And, yep. um, my heart just goes out to this man. Um, just a beautiful. They did the farm. same thing to Keith Wilson. Yes, they did. They, and how many know, others, he, you know, who was the, who was the young woman that, I don't know, she was young, but everybody's young to me. Um, mm-hmm. with the rabbits and oh, the yeah, one the the with dollar
1: the, height. uh, the, uh, remember the I, dollar heights out of Missouri? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That started yeah. all of this mess under Obama. That um, was back in 2011 or 2012, and that was when uh, Tom Vilsack, who is our current Secretary of Agriculture. Again. Was, <laughs> again. Um, you know, way back when, in 2011, 2012, Obama appointed Tom Vilsack, and Tom Vilsack appointed Sarah Conant to be in charge of inspections at USDA, and she came from HSUS. Yeah. I mean, it's a total conflict of interest to have an animal rights, active animal rights uh, ideological person in charge Funny. of regulatory <laughs> oversight at USTA. <laughs> it's like a no-brainer. But that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with that at US Fish and Wildlife. We're dealing with that at other associations that get totally hijacked. And then people don't pay attention and they're pushing. It's really a microcosm of what is happening in our country as a whole. The infiltration of communism into an association or organization, an NGO, that then twists the narrative and the next thing you know you're funding your demise. And that's what a lot of these associations have turned into. It's just, it's a, it adds insult to injury.
2: Well, you know, there was also a woman that had the raccoons. Wasn't it raccoons that she had? She raised yep. raccoons. Yep. They yep. went after her. Everybody. Yep. And they've labeled uh, puppy mills, which don't really exist. They just did that. And yep. um, they just keep coming. I wrote an article. about. I think I did a monologue. I didn't write the article. They just keep coming, Mindy. Just yep. like they won't stop at Donald Trump And they're not going to stop at you. Now, Donald Trump said one time, they hate you, but I'm standing in the way. Right. And I believe that is true. I believe it has been true since the day he came down that escalator. I agree. Well, a a lot of Americans
1: are falling for some of the deceptive ploys that are happening. I mean... And they have to really pay attention to what they know is true. And we know that what they did to Donald Trump is not lawful and um but they're doing that to intimidate Americans. They're doing that to instill fear.
2: Yeah. So Don't Donald you dare. Trump is afraid. Don't you yep. dare stand up for this man or vote for him again. Don't right. you dare say the 2020 election was fraudulent. Don't you right. dare say climate change doesn't exist. Don't yep. you dare say anything about the borders open or the incompetency or the viciousness, we should say, of this administration. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday I had Daniel Turner on. He was pretty fired up, too, Mindy. And... um I read the Fourth Amendment about seizures, mm-hmm. secure, secure persons in their papers and their effects and against unreasonable sea- searches and seizures. So they're telling us now that they went in without anybody watching them. Now watching you is for your benefit as well as the guy you're searching because then you can't be accused of putting something there. I think that's what they're up to. I think they're up to putting something there. Yeah. And, uh, the American people had better beware. But they tell us that this, this Fourth Amendment, it's not like that anymore. Well, why isn't it like that anymore? Why aren't we being protected by this Fourth Amendment? Because legislators or bureaucracies have decided well, we can search you, we can lie, and we can trick you, we can set you up, and that's okay. And that's what the FBI is doing.
1: Well, that is taking away from what I consider to be our founder's intent. Absolutely. You know, you you can interpret the Constitution and the Bill of Rights I mean heck somebody can interpret the bible however they want but unless they understand the they. intent and the premise behind uh, our constitution and the bill of rights then you know they they set it up the way they did for a reason this is the government our founders warned us about we are living it now this is tyranny
2: it is tyranny and
1: i believe that Obama is one of the main puppeteers behind... I believe
2: he's in charge. I do.
1: ...all of it. Yep. And he had everything in place the day he left office back yes, in 2016, did. 2017. He left office and had Organizing for Action, a nonprofit organization that resides in Washington, D.C. Its headquarters is in the World Wildlife Federation, by the way, which is an extreme animal rights um environmental extremist organization that is also very deceptive. And they raise a lot, millions of dollars for betraying Americans and, and actually across the globe. But that's where Obama's office is for his organization. And he's got at least 200 offices all over the country. They've been organizing protests. And I don't even know if you'd call them protests, you know, burning down businesses and you know, creating disruptions and all of these things. That's what that's what a community organizer does. He's got his fingerprints on all of this stuff. And it's just to always be throwing us on our heels, pushing us back into defense mode. And, you know, in your monologue you brought up a really good point because Americans need to act, but most Americans don't know what to do. They need an action plan. They need to be told Okay, just you tell me what to do, and we'll go do it. That's why we set up all of our campaigns the way they do. But people need to be on their own script now and call mm-hmm. their own representatives at the local, state, and federal levels and express their concern and outright disgust with what is happening with our federal government right now. I would say
2: I would say, even if you've got a bad guy, contact your county sheriffs absolutely and yep. i would say your representatives and i would mm-hmm. say your governors you've got to start right there yep. these people are to protect you that's what they're there for the feds yep. have no authority but what we gave to them that's right and the federal bureau of investigation needs to be shut down the blm yep. needs to be shut down the usda needs to be shut down the Agreed. epa needs to be shut down we need department to department of education you, Can you imagine what this world would be like, America, if we didn't have all that bureaucracy? We'd be free. We'd be free. I have in my hand, Rudy gave this to me earlier this morning, and this was written yesterday to the Honorable Governor Parson by Brian H. Seitz, He is a representative of the District number 156 here in the state of Missouri. And Mm -hmm. he wrote him. I'm not going to read it to you. But he wrote him about what happened. In his final, he says, It is my hope that through this condemnation you would assure all American citizens that they are safe in their homes and in their state of Missouri from federal government overreach. You need to write your governors, write your representatives, and tell them, Get to the governor. You know we're out of we're just out of luck with these senators in D.C. because they're they're their own people. They don't call they don't answer to their states anymore, and that's why we see them going amok. That was the biggest mistake we ever made. That 17th Amendment.
1: Yeah, I um, agree. Well, Representative Seitz is a good man. I am well familiar with good. who he is. His son actually lives here in Oklahoma and works in the legislature. Wow. So,
2: um, we're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC talk radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the cavalry group. Join the cavalry group, help her fight. We have got to stand up and bring America home.
0: Have you heard about vine to bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well vined Chardonnay Mark.
2: Don't miss Abby Johnson as she delivers a message of life in Springfield, Missouri for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event on Friday, August 26th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Abby is the author of the national best-selling book and movie adaptation, Unplanned, which tells the story of her powerful conversion from abortion clinic director to an outspoken pro-life advocate. Abby believes in the work of Vitae Foundation as they utilize digital marketing strategies to connect abortion-determined women with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Reserve your seat today by going to adsforlife.org. Again, that's Abby Johnson on August 26th in Springfield, Missouri. Before this event sells out, register today at adsforlife.org. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. There's another article in this range magazine, A Case of Purple Slobbers. (laughs) It's buckaroo stew. It's written by Hank Vogler. I've had him on before. I was calling Cowboy Hank. Um, This is something right in the middle of the page that I thought was very pertinent to what we're going through. If it's not your ox being gored, it's hard to empathize. The hope is that the alligator will eat you last. We've heard this before. America, Mar-a-Lago's raid was your home being raided. You need to understand. Your ox is the one in the ditch. Your ox is the one getting gored. It is us, America, who believes in the Bill of Rights, who believes in the Constitution, who stand on that Declaration of Independence. We're the ones being raided, and they're coming after all of us. Now, I know that sounds dark. But Mindy, one way or another, look what they've done with the IRS again. One way or another, they're coming after us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, the presumption
1: of innocence is is under attack, but we all know that this all boils down to protection of private property.
2: Absolutely. And
1: it's direct link to freedom and liberty. They are really pushing the envelope and they're purposefully shredding and dismantling our Constitution, because, you know, quips and comments like, oh, well, you know, the Founders' intent was in a different era. They they didn't understand what we would be up against. <laughs> oh, yes, they did.
2: <laughs> they absolutely did.
1: They There's, absolutely did. And that Fourth and Fifth Amendment that they wrote to protect, they were worried that it didn't go far enough. Absolutely. The, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I mean they were concerned because they knew that if we lost that cornerstone of our constitution and our founding of ownership of private property that our country would collapse. And here we are. We're on the precipice. If, you know, I mean we haven't collapsed, but all the ingredients are building pretty quickly.
2: You know, I mean it, it wasn't that long ago. I know you remember, when they were going to have a fat tax. They're going to tax you a little bit more if you're eating a Big Mac or something else. And, of course, we know the guy in New York, he was taxing everybody over these drinks. You know, you couldn't have X amount of ounces in your cup. And um, we've been warning them, you and I, and Derry Brownfield did too, that PETA and HSUS and the ASPCA, they don't want you to have an animal. They don't want you to eat meat and now we've got Bill Gates telling us to eat this test, this, uh, what do you call it? Test food in the Petri mm-hmm. dish. Well, yeah. you eat it. <laughs> you go ahead and eat your Petri dish meat. I'm going to have me a steak or a chop. I call chop. it
1: Franken, Franken meat because it, yeah, it it's is. created it's out franken- of a Petri dish yeah. and
2: it sounds while so healthy. They
1: <laughs> claim that it's perfectly safe and, you know, whatever. I'm not getting near that stuff and they're they're really what they're doing is they're altering Americans' views about rural America through yes. all of the promotion of fake meat because they're vilifying cattle ranchers, they're vilifying farmers. They're vilifying all the people who feed 330 million people plus and you know it is really people better do the math pretty quick because um, we cannot tolerate this much longer. I mean, a lot of uh, this year alone have, has brought a lot of hardships for cattle ranchers and farmers, as you know, due to drought and hay prices being through the roof, fuel prices, scarcity of hay. We are not out of the woods. This all works together. They're trying oh, yeah. to weaken us and make us feel vulnerable. We have to stand firm. We have to rely on our fellow Americans. Do not. Give any more power to the government? We don't. We sure
2: as heck don't want that. But that's what they want. It's time to these start taking it away. Got to
1: take it away. You know, They're, they I, have grown
2: I, too powerful. I want Donald Trump to be president again because in these next in this next term, it's Katie bar the door. He can do whatever. And I don't know yep. if you've read anything about the Schedule F. I, I can send it to you. Yeah. Um, But it's amazing what he was going to do. And then the judge that put a stop to it, she's a Supreme Court justice now. She's been rewarded. If she's a she, I don't know for Mm -hmm. sure because she didn't know how to define a woman. But all these things we were talking about, and I've been on the air 12, going on 13 years now. And you started when I did, just about. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've been telling people this is what's coming, and now they're bold and brazen, and they're in your face telling you you shouldn't eat that meat, eat this test tube yeah. meat.
0: Oh yeah, the, the climate right change is going to kill it. us
2: all. No, it's not. And the cow's yeah. gas is not hurting anything. I don't want to stand behind them, but I, I don't. It's not hurting anything.
1: Well, Mindy. people need to rise up to the forty thousand foot view and mm. realize that here in the United States we have. So many regulations. We've regulated so many businesses out of our own country, and that's why we're in the pickle we're in, one of the many reasons. But, um, you know, when it comes to farming and ranching and our food producers, they are regulated out the wazoo. And what we're doing is shutting down our domestic food producers here, right. and which will force us to you know, shop more locally, but if that's not available, um, and it's not for everybody, so you know that's why commercial producers are so important because they could be family farmers that, that contribute to that greater picture, and they're all being shut down and, and their property being usurped. But the reason this is so important is we will end up being beholden to foreign countries for our food like we are energy sources. After being energy independent for five minutes when Trump was still in office,
3: it was a huge <laughs> it was
1: a blink, wasn't it? accomplishment. It was a huge accomplishment. We were no longer beholden to our enemies for energy. It was the way it's supposed to be. And Biden comes in, first thing he does is yank that plug out of the wall, literally, and now we are beholden to our enemies again. And yeah. that's going to happen with food if we're not careful. It we're is not going just- to
2: happen. We're not just beholden to them. We're being held captive.
1: Yeah, we're being held captive. But, but I have to add the caveat to this. The thing that's ironic in all of it is that here they want more regulations here in the U.S. They want to just keep tightening the noose, tightening the noose. The cow farts are destroying the planet. The dog <laughs> breeders cows. need to go. Blah, blah, blah. All of it is they're vilifying all of it, while other countries, they have zero regulations. Mexico, China. Japan, Europe, India, there's just literally very few regulatory reforms that have taken place that they just can do whatever. They're dumping into our oceans, they're, you know, but there's... There's so much focus on the United States. Why? Because they hate us, and they want us to disappear. They want us to be a third-world country. That's exactly.
2: They want us to have no longer have power. I hear the music. We're about out of time. Mindy, it goes so fast. Always with you. Thank oh, you for having my goodness. me. We need to have you on again. Mindy Patterson, thecavalrygroup.com, thecavalrygroup.com, and also newterritorymedia.com. Get on there, folks. Help Mindy help you. But don't stop there. Organize something. Call your county sheriffs. Get, ha, take them out for coffee. You need to do whatever you can. Don't give up, America. It isn't our way. Our way is to bring America home.